Hey guys, Mr. Nominella Trist here. It is like 4.30 in the morning, early Sunday morning. And uh, I know we were supposed to have uh, the show for yesterday uh, up, but it, it was Wall Street's hot seat questions. And uh, just as a heads up, that interview was so good and it went so long, it's going to end up being two shows. And uh, when we recorded it, we, it was just one show. And I, I wanted to make sure that we I didn't have to trim anything out of it. We're going to try and include all of it. So um, I'm going to cut it off halfway through. I'll put a little video at the end as well that says, you know, this is where we're going to cut. And then the next video will be released on Wednesday. So again, sorry about the uh, delay in getting this video up. But just trying to go through it with the edit, it was just, it was entirely too long. Um, and I want to make sure it's still palatable, you know, in palatable chunks. So Wall Street's hot seat questions are coming up. Start over. We're recording. Recording now? What? We're recording now. Why? <laughs> We're doing Wall Street's hot seat questions because they got lost on YouTube. Veritas, start it. K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. I know you're gonna dig this. <laughs> you're you're on. <laughs> Wrong day to quit drinking. <laughs> Word. I have no Word. idea. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Dominella Trist. <laughs> Sitting next to me, my lovely wife, my radiant wife. The woman who keeps me from jumping off the roof. Boobies! Nominella Trist. We call her Envy on the show. How you doing, baby? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. You look delicious. Why, thank you. You're very welcome. Way over on Randy Andy is K101's very own Wall Street. How are you, sir? Boys tea bag, men drink coffee. <laughs> <laughs> As I look around the penis gallery, nice. Cersei and Knotts, his happy pet, KMFT Mike. Yo! Nurse G. Veritas is running our video board. Why does it hurt when I pee? <laughs> Stop playing with it. <laughs> <laughs> Running my barnyard. Can I smell it? Is my main KS engineer. Right. Executive producer of the show. <laughs> ah, fuck it. Recently divorced from Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, recently divorced. Fuck right. Karen. Now, five years divorced, but uh, Karen has now remarried. So fuck off, Karen. Fuck off, She's Karen. She's now someone else's problem. Oh. Yes. Yay. Amen. Anyway, executive yes. producer of the show. So thank you, thank you very much, guys. Tonight we are going to do Wall Street's hot seat questions because if you've ever watched the show, uh, we, one of the things we like to do 
Uh, we, we like to make sure that everybody who's new, because we are K101, uh, people who are new, you're coming into the show and you're experiencing wherever, whatever it is that you're looking for uh, might be different than what everybody else around you is interested in. So what we say is uh, we have a lot of people that participate in this show, and we want to make sure that we share our experiences. That way you can kind of find parallels in your life and maybe you can learn from our best practices or learn from our mistakes and don't make them. So we decided uh, we decided we were going to do the hot seat questions and we've done, we did, our, we did Wall Street. How long did we do yours for the very first time? Vaguely, probably, I remember it was, oh shit. It's like June. April of 2017. Wow, oh, that was a God, while. Man. It was like two and a half years ago. Jiminy Crickets. Wow. Wow. That was not long Lost. after you started. It was yeah. Long. Lost during the great YouTube purge. Yeah, a couple yes. of YouTube yeah. purges. Yeah, we, yeah, I think that was lost in the first YouTube the, I would say purge. which YouTube purge? The, yeah, first, the first, second, one. third? Yeah, the first YouTube <laughs> right? purge of 2017. Because then we had the Periscope purge, and then we had the great yes. YouTube purge of 2018. We had the YouTube purge again. Or the Periscope purge. Anyway, anyway, we, we're decided everybody should have their own... If you're going to be one of the active producers on the show, we should absolutely have hot seat questions with your name on it. So... We're going to redo Wall Street, and we're going to do it tonight. You ready? You know what I love about this spot? What's that? Oh, yeah. Dude. Best seat in the house. Reach into the choir on that one. Reach into the choir. Um, so when did you learn, or how did you find out? If you had a mind that was kink-oriented. I guess I should probably start the same way I started the last interview, which is uh, was 12 when I fucked my couch for the first time. Um, <laughs> That's right, you did start. He did. That's exactly how he started it. I was 12 years old when I fucked my couch for the first time. You have a 12 year old. Louis C.K. You have a 12 year old, they're fucking your whole house. Yeah, fucking the whole house. Um, yeah, it's funny. The older you get, the more you look back on life, and the more you kind of pick up on stuff. Like, I didn't know what it meant at the time, and it's like, oh, now it makes sense. Um, I, I, I don't really, I don't really know, uh, per se. I think when. It, so Pretty Tight Up and I uh, got into the BDSM aspect probably 2011, 2012, something. I'm not sure when that was. You do, because I know it was a couple months before that situation with your family. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was right before that. Okay. Um, so that's really when I got involved in kink in the first time. But I will say, um, as a submissive, um, really, even as a little kid, I kind of felt this need to be sort of dominated by women in particular. I always felt kind of attracted to strong women who would okay so he's in and out is that better yeah i'm just working on uh okay. so i mean from a sexual aspect yeah not to my 30s but from kind of that emotional submissive aspect seven eight years old okay. six um and, and i think i'm going to jump over a lot of these simply because you're on the show all the time and, and we, we talk about your stuff a lot so if anybody's been paying attention and you and you listen to the show you, you know a lot of you already know a lot about wall street but we're going to dig into some of the really good ones that you might not know um what's your favorite fetish currently i'm sure uh, that, yeah, i'm sure that could no, change there's a lot um Depends how we want it so this is why you should have given me the questions beforehand so i'd have answers um <laughs> I'm really into, and I'll, I'll leave it open-ended in the fact of sexual domination. I love it when a woman just ties me down and has her way with me. Okay. Just, com yeah. Yeah. And, and I would say all the aspects that go along with that. That could be anywhere from, uh, you know, uh, rope play to bondage to, uh, you know, uh, uh, flogging to any, any you know, pegging. 
uh, cock rings, which apparently we're going to talk about in one of our upcoming shows. Anything yeah. that's that's sort of sexually dominated. Yeah. Okay. So just so just being dominated. In just general. being dominated, but really more in a sexual manner. Okay. Like in, in you know, there's a difference between a bottom and a submissive, and uh, I think I'm probably more of a bottom than a sub, although I'm working on being a sub. But I just, I want to say I like being degraded, but I like just being told what to do in that sexual aspect. Just being directed. Directed. Thank you. Sure. Um, you know what? Rather just just because let's we, let's give a little bit of a foundation. Uh, married. Married. You identify as Polly at this poly. point. Yep. Um, you, you came to Polly from swinging. And then you kind of came yes. to BDSN from the same area? Like, so it was, kind of it give was, us that backstory real quick. It was a big quick. overlap. All right, so we're going to run through the last 12 years in about 30 seconds. So <laughs> entered the swinging uh, community in 07, uh, right a couple months before Pretty Tied Up, and I got married. So we did the swinging thing probably for five years uh, till we met date night. Uh, she got us interested in BDSM, so I joined that. Uh, we did the BDSM thing really from 2012 or whatever was on. Probably around 2017, late 2016, early 2017, I, I, we both started to feel this um, desire, this urge that the swinging uh, community wasn't exactly meeting our needs at the time. So we explored kind of the polyamorous aspect. I would say when I first came on the show back in the spring of, of 17, that's kind of where I was on the tail end of leaving swinging, entering polyamory. I would say I still identified as a swinger, but it was kind of like, eh, I was on the edge. Right. And it's, it's, it's kind of been full poly since then, so. Um, I, I know what your, I know what your day-to-day -day life, I know what you do for your job and your day-to-day -day life. How, how do you keep... And there, and there's a particular reason I'm asking this. How do you keep, how do you keep your your BDSM swinging poly lifestyle? How do you keep that discreet in your day to day life? Because we've recently had two, <laughs> count them two, different examples as yes. to why this was a thing. Uh, it's funny. Um, I used to I used to guard it like a fox. Um, I don't know where I came up like a fox. That's fine. I used to guard it very very carefully, and the more I've been involved in BDSM and poly, the less I care about people finding out. But that's not to say I'm going to broadcast it from the rooftop. So um, when it comes to work, it's, it's pretty fortunate in the fact that I work about 70 miles from my office, which means that I don't see my coworkers after I leave the office. I don't see them on weekends. I have to see them Monday through Friday from like 8 to 5, and that's it. So there's really, it's not like they're my coworkers aren't going to run into me at a munch. That's never going to happen. That's the best way to be, I think. Yeah. yeah. Like it's nice for a lot of reasons. That's a nice way you to be. You do go to clubs in that particular region, has there ever been anything like that or no no because philadelphia is such a huge city gotcha uh, and uh, i actually work in suburban philadelphia and i mean possibly it could happen but no i'd, I'd be surprised which and that's my built-in card which is like if i ever see a coworker, i'll be like you know what are you doing here what are you doing here that's what i thought all right and that's like, <laughs> so we're all here for the same reason we're all here for the same reason which is we're not really here all right good talk um <laughs> But it's really not an issue with work. Although, as you alluded to, we did have a, a minor issue with work. Uh, because I work in the securities markets, my employer needs to know about all my outside business activities, uh, even silly stuff like volunteering. So I had to recently kind of tell them about the podcast. Um, I didn't give them specifics. I was as vague without lying as possible. I kind of really toe that line. Uh, but uh, there was the real possibility where they were like, yeah, you can't do that anymore because of, because of work. They're afraid that securities industry they want to make sure you're not like laundering money <laughs> right. so yeah but um, 
Yeah, I told him I worked on a podcast that deals with intimate personal relationships, and we just left it at that. <laughs> All right, cool. Thank God I didn't have to go any further. Oh, that's, um, that's great. That's yeah. great that they dropped it there. Yeah, they yeah. didn't. They're like, All right. I think it was just sorry. Right, we don't need to know. I'm like, no, you don't. And you don't want to know. Trust me. <laughs> um, cockadoo. <laughs> the cockadoo. We'll talk about the cockadoo on a future show. I'll just say this: uh, it was humbling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Too I, much for you. I felt like Carson Wentz during his first game. You know, number number two pick overall, hot shit, Heisman Trophy winner coming out, and then all of a sudden, boom, <laughs> linebacker takes him down. It's like <laughs> that thing put me hurt. In, in my place. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I have a newfound respect. Would you have sex with a robot? Yes. Right now, when we say robot, are we just talking yes. about like a sex machine? Yes. Or are we we're talking about the AI robot? I'm a man whore. <laughs> <laughs> if it's got a hole and I can catch it, it my penis is going in it. <laughs> I've seen I've seen your posts on Facebook about just put my dick in it. Hashtag I want to put my dick in it. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, then let's talk about this. Your first masturbation. Uh, same time I fucked my couch, pretty much. Yeah. That Twelve was years old. That's when you figured it out. Pretty much. Yeah. That's, okay. that's I remember it was that afternoon, and uh, I remember being nervous because the when it was downstairs in my family's living room, and the uh, blinds were open, and I was worried like kid, you know neighborhood people would see me. That didn't stop you. Though. Didn't stop me though. No, okay. Not that worried. <laughs> Wasn't that worried? Well, I was laying down on the couch on my back, so I figured, okay, well if they they really have to kind of like, oh, yeah. what's going on down there? Then they're trespassing anyway. They're on the front porch. They exactly. <laughs> Uh, do you have a virginity story? Yes. Willing to share it? No. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, oh, I, I want to hear this one. You don't. After. <laughs> Am I going to feel bad for asking you this? Uh, the whole studio is going to feel bad. But... Oh God! Then never mind. No, no. It needs. It, no, it, 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 it needs. <laughs> it needs to be said. It does, must no. come out. It does. It, it needs to be said. Okay. Um, and I say that because, um, it's not, um. It's not the prettiest of stories, but September is National Consent Month, so I feel like I need to share it. All right. Yeah. All right. So, Put on your seatbelt, boys and girls. Do you want a little background music? No. No, no. Okay, no, is... no porn music? All right. So, spring of 2001, I was my senior year of college. Uh, MySpace wasn't a thing. Facebook wasn't a thing. I had somehow hooked up. I don't remember how I met her. I don't even remember her name, which is kind of fucked up, too. Um, we had been chatting through AOL Instant Messenger and uh, really, really kind of, uh, and, and I'm, when I say this, it's going to sound terrible, and I don't mean it in a derogatory way, but I, I kind of need to explain it. Um, really kind of pers- promiscuous young lady, and by that I mean she wasn't one of those like female empowerment, I'm going to sleep with as many guys as I want. It was more like I'm sleeping with guys because I hate who I am as a person. Right. Oh, man. Yeah, she really did not have good self-esteem. She... <laughs> Was a, she was like 22, she was a single mom, she had been pregnant like three times or four, she had had like two or three abortions at this point. Okay, and you're how old again? 21. Okay. And uh, really did not engage in safe sex practices. Like when we, when we actually met up to do the deed, I tried to put on the condom and she's like, no, we don't need that. I'm like, no, we totally, we absolutely need that. And she got mad at me too. She was like, when, I'm tr- when someone's trying to have sex with you, you shouldn't just tell them to stop. I'm like, fuck yeah, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, but uh, so we had been chatting for a while, done a lot of phone sex, and she totally saw me as a trophy. Uh, she totally was like, she knew I was a virgin and she wanted to take it. Like that was her, and I was more than happy to let her do that because I was 21 and I wanted to get laid. It was that simple. Um, so one night we were up in Reading. Uh, I was living in uh, Mount Penn, which is on the very eastern edge of the city, right before it turned shitty. Um, 
and uh, I got a text from her, and she was down at the Silo, which is like the shittiest nightclub in Reading. Oh, God. Right. I used to work there a couple, couple nights a week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she's oh, like, man. I'm really horny and I want you. Like, you need to come pick me up. And I'm like, so you know where my thoughts are. I'm like, woo, Wall Street's getting laid. So I picked her up and she had been partying with friends and she was clearly drunk and she had been dropping ecstasy. So I took her in my car and I drove her back to my apartment and the whole way we're there, she's like, (laughs) she's trying to give me roadhead and I'm stopping her because I can't, like, I'd never had roadhead, let alone, I've never had a blowjob, let alone drive. I've been in the the car with you. I don't want you getting roadhead. Yeah. So I'm like, (laughs) I appreciate the effort. I don't want to die. Okay, I think Mike's been in the car with you too. Yes, he has. We we don't want you to drive. But did you die? No, we didn't die. So um, drove her back to my apartment. This is like two in the morning. And I took her into my apartment and my roommate at the time, who was out somewhere for the weekend. So we had the whole place to ourselves, and we did the deed, and she stayed the night, and I took her back home in the morning. Um, and, uh, you know, we talked about it, and it was fine. And, you know, the whole time she was adamant about, oh, I want you, I want you, I want you. And um, looking back on it, it was probably one of maybe three things in my whole life I absolutely would not do again. Um, okay. Oh. You know, uh, when you're 21, you make stupid mistakes, yeah. um, particularly when you don't know about things like consent. And uh, taking advantage of someone like that in that state of mind was a, a terrible thing. And, and um, I still think about it today, and it, I, I still feel guilty about it 18 years later. Have you talked to her about it since? I don't know where she is. I don't oh. know her name. I mean, we chatted for a while after. Well, that was actually the first and last time we met in person. We chatted. Really? Yeah, we had chatted online and talked on the phone for like three months. We met up once, and then we chatted and talked, and then... She just kind of disappeared. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, if you took Wall Street's virginity, you need to call into this show. <laughs> yeah, ain't fucking around. Call in. All right. Well, thanks for bringing the show down. Um, where do you get the robot? Hey, so does size matter? <laughs> it does when you're taking it in the ass. I was gonna, that, was, that, was, that was the only reason. I, look, I have the list. See, guys, I have a list of questions. Like, I'll, our, our, our hot seat questions. You'd be, proud of me. You'd be proud of me. I've actually graduated from the uh, training wheel size to, like, the small slash regular size on my pegging unit on my strap. Oh, yeah? On. Yes. They, that, and I, the reason I put it on here was because of the whole... The yes, size size, size matter, does because I know you. I know you enjoy pegging. I, I do. It's uh, it's something. But it doesn't I, make you gay. Doesn't make me gay. Doesn't make you. It gay. makes me so straight. I can, <laughs> I can get hot from, you know, a penis. Uh, not, I can get hot. <laughs> yes, you I can. Get, you want to start? I, I can get a hard on from a woman. Get, I, can hey, me, you, I don't want to edit this. that one. Yeah, or? now we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> This is recorded. I can I'm so I, I'm so manly. A woman has to put a dildo on to have sex with me. That's it's like <laughs> Cuny vagina doesn't do it for me. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, well done. Well done. Woo. Uh, so describe your genitals. Why not? Let's just jump right into it. Uh, shaved. Does not matter. Uh, definitely a grower, not a shower. Grower, not a shower. Absolutely a grower, not a shower. Right. Like, if I were to drop my pants right now, it would be like this. And then it would just be like... You got the scary you got the scary mushroom cap. Yeah, the little... Like, and it would just be... Well, that's the whole thing. It's that's like not, the movie Roxanne. That's not the cap. That's on, the whole you thing. You can't tell, and he turns <laughs> sideways. It's like, 3D, coming at you! It's, you know, <laughs> let's drop the pants, and then just... It curls up inside my intestine. It's, yeah. I get a boner and I can finally take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
so let's let's do this. We just talked about pegging. Uh, what kind of ass play do you enjoy, and what's off limits? So the only ass play I've ever received was pegging. Uh, I've never had a tongue in the ass, but I'd be open to it. I mean, I'm not the one who has to put poop on my mouth, so that's really up to the other person. <laughs> so you're saying there has to be a cleanse job? Well, hang on, because during your first during your first hot seat questions, we talked about. A threesome or more, yeah. and and you had a story, and I want to make sure we get that story in there because there was the finger. Oh, oh, oh my God! Yes, See, this is this is why we have to make sure that we redo the, all the of the hot seat questions. The fact, <laughs> too much juice. Before we go into that story, before we go into that story, let me tell you a quick side story. So, all right, well then, then what you're going to do is tell me a quick side story because we have to go to break. All right. <laughs> Is that now? No, no, no. Go ahead. Do, right. do your side story first. So, Pretty Tied Up and KMFD Mike and Doll and Chapin and Jinx and Legion, uh, we were all at the crowd on Saturday. And uh, it was getting towards the end of the night. I had jumped in the hot tub and KMFD Mike was trying to give me some lessons on hair pulling with Doll. And Pretty Tied Up is over sitting by the bench. And there's this gentleman who walks up and starts having a conversation. And I see Pretty Tied Up. Her, her face just lights up and she's laughing. And I'm like, oh, what the hell that's all about? So I come by and she's like, it's, got, it's that guy, it's that guy. It's the dick biting guy. So shortly. <laughs> okay. Shortly right. after, I was trying to write a note. I'm like, wait, what? Shortly, <laughs> shortly after we got into the lifestyle, there was a gentleman that we had met on SLS who would like to throw these house parties. And he was a single guy, but he just loved having house parties. And he would just invite couples from all over the county. And he'd have like 10 people on a Friday night. And he'd be like, hey, let's just have sex. And he, it was just one of those. He was just a really friendly guy. He wasn't looking for anything. He just really liked hanging out. So one of the parties that we went to. There was a there was a woman on the bed who was uh, you know giving blowjobs, kind of like a gangbang, pretty much. The fact that some guy was fucking her and then people were lining up for, to get blown, and the guy in front of me, I guess, like was was getting blown and he really liked his dick bit, so she was like, so he leaves and I walk over and she's got her eyes closed. She doesn't realize I'm not him, and and. She, <laughs> Uh oh! <laughs> wow. Uh oh! And we joke about it to this day, but it's like apparently maybe that's where it started. Like that's where my CBT apparently had originated all those years ago. And I realized, but that was him. He was like, "Oh yeah, I'm the guy who got your husband's dick bit at that party that one year." So, <laughs> so nice of him. <laughs> well then, here we are. Well, that's so now we're gonna come back. We're I gotta gonna... find that guy and be like, "Thank you. <laughs> you have set me down a path of." Discovery I would never would have found on my own. Yeah, we learned something. <laughs> chomp, chomp, chewy chomp. Guys, we're going <laughs> to... We're going to kick off the break real quick, and when we come back, we're going we're gonna to continue on the hot seat questions with, with, uh, with Wall Street. Were you with the merch link? You didn't buy anything the fuck is that about oh you didn't want your grandma finding out you have a k101 kinky mug your mother-in-law is not allowed to know that you have a k101 podcast throw pillow whatever you don't want your kids finding out you have a kick-ass t-shirt i get it no i you know it's fine i get it i get it, I get it. it's okay underneath the merch link is the donation link here you go you want to support the show and therefore support the community that you belong to so we can keep doing this show it's fine click the donation link you get this really kick-ass sounder every single time it happens it sounds and it puts up your name it looks really awesome it says so and so 
made a donation. Crack that whip. And it, it looks great. I, I mean, I think it looks great. I could, it interrupts everything we're doing. My favorite part is it actually makes Sal do this. Because Sal's, Sal's off, off camera and he goes like this. Like something magic happened. He's just, that's my sounder and it didn't fucking, I didn't do it. And I love it. It's my favorite part of the whole thing. Anyway, you, you, you make the donation. The sounder goes off. It makes it makes everybody happy, and you know nobody knows any better. And you don't have any evidence around the house that outs you to your kids or your in-laws or whoever. So check out the donation link. It's right near the merch link, and you're supporting the show. And keep hanging out with us. Thanks a lot for hanging out with K101. Back to your regularly scheduled departure. about going to a broadcast partner of the non-vanilla trist k101 podcast where you can have access to our show that much faster at scottwillkillyou.com you can listen to the k101 podcast as soon as it's available before it streams up to stitcher and itunes or any of the other audio platforms we're on in addition you'll also find fresh episodes of puck and scott's funny movie review podcast our reviews will kill you and the doncast a podcast that discusses today's topics of a more serious nature. One-stop shopping, right? Type it in your browser window now. Hey, have your digital assistant remind you. ScottWillKillYou.com Because Scott will kill you with content. Guys, we're back with Wall Street. Um, <laughs> I'm still laughing about that story you told before the break. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, chop chop. What kind of ass play do you like, and what kind of ass play is off limits? And you had said, I don't yeah. think I'm only just the pegging thing is all I've ever done. And I went yeah. because during your first hot seat questions, you were telling us about something. So, why don't so you tell that story relatively early in the lifestyle, um, pretty tied up, and I had met a couple online um, where we were a little, I guess. A little bit of trepidation is going on out there, but you know, I, I'm always open to trying new things. I figure you try it, you don't like it, you don't have to do it again. So we went over to their house and we watched TV and we played cards, and it came to the point of the night where the four of us were going to go upstairs. So we are on uh, the bed, the four of us, and uh, I'm the woman, his wife's on the bottom, I'm on top of her, and I believe uh, Pretty Tied Up was on the bottom on the other. So the two women were on the bottom, if I remember how it was correctly. And, you know, I'm doing my thing, I'm going at it, and all of, all of a sudden I feel this, this finger slide in my butt. And I'm still going, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, I look down, and her hands are like this. I can see all her fingers. You can see all of her fingers. I, I lean over so out of the corner of my I, I eye, and I see fingers. pretty tied up, and I can see all ten of her fingers. So I'm like... There's only ten other fingers that aren't There's only ten his. other fingers that aren't mine. So there, I, there could be only one. Without missing a, without missing a beat... Without Sorry. missing a beat, because I don't want, in, in the calmest voice, I can say, I appreciate it. <laughs> I said, whoever's doing that, it's not working for me. <laughs> and then, without a word, finger just 
slowly slides back out. <laughs> like, okay. Oh my god. <laughs> We, uh, and we never spoke of it again. <laughs> we shall never speak of this again. It's not doing it for me. So, have you ever been so loud? And, <laughs> have you ever been so loud in a BDSM scene where someone complained? Um, not in a BDSM scene. I will say that when you live in a townhouse, you need to make sure your headboards are very secure. Um, I think our neighbors hate us because... When either pretty tight or up, or I have people over, the headboard is just bam, bam, bam. So we do the classic stick the pillow behind there. Oh, so right, yeah. we've gotten dirty move. looks when we've woken up and, you know, the next morning the neighbor's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. We know, we know how many cars were in your driveway when your headboard was banging on my wall. Exactly. <laughs> Sausage party. Um. <laughs> Hey, here's a good one. Uh, feet. Yeah. Grosser. Oh my God, yes. Ambivalent. Ambivalent on feet. Really? Now I will. I will say I use feet as a tool in that um, a lot of. It's been my experience that either a women don't care for their feet, or my wi- my wi- or women just don't like foot rubs. So I found a great way to seduce a woman is to give her a good quality foot rub. It's gonna sound gross, but I used, I used to. Cersei. <laughs> Cersei and his happy pet are like. This is gonna. Up. This is gonna sound weird, but she's looking for the coffee sign. Where's the coffee sign? <laughs> this this is gonna sound weird and maybe a little strange, but I'm mean, when I was nine, ten, eleven years old, I used to rub my mom's feet, kind of like. Oh practice. yeah, my mom used to make me rub her. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. So so I, I'll I'll do that. Oh, with, yeah. I'll do that. With, <laughs> I'll do that with doll. Like we'll be sitting on the couch and she'll put her feet out and I'll just start rubbing and it just kind of like kind of gets her in the mood. So yeah. it's it's yep. it's a good icebreaker. See, I, I'll rub Envy's feet. Envy doesn't mind when I rub her feet, but like if I like if I'm giving her like, if, like I like to do that whole I, one of my favorite moves is like do that whole you know start at the neck and then kiss all the way down one side of the body and then go around back up the yeah. other side and I'll get down to her feet. She'll be like, get the fuck off of me. I'm not. The, a, I, I'm not. A that, that shoulders neck thing great. I found is the is how you typically start most swing scenes. I know when Pretty Ten Up would swing, people would be like, because it's really awkward. It's like, hey, nice to meet you. We gotta fuck. Rub, 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 like, rub, rub, like, like, how do you break that ice? And that's what we would do. We would sit down and we'd do back rubs. Like, the men would, would put the women in front, and you'd just start by giving back rubs, and then that would lead to kissing and undressing. Yeah. You and all start that with the stuff. hands on the shoulders. Yeah, work down you, the side. Dick's on her shoulder. Grab a boob. Turns around. Yeah. <laughs> it's an apparel. It is. When you get a chance, Google a season. Sorry, dick on my shoulder. It's hilarious. <laughs> yes. So, so that's here's a, a, here's a, a good question. Thing. A good follow-up question. What's the oddest part of the human body that you find sexually attractive? The oddest part. Um, I mean, I find generally the whole human body sexually attractive. I don't think anything that's really odd. I mean, I, I would say if you ask the typical person, I think a lot of people think yeah. feet are kind of like it would be strange to find that sexually attractive. I, I mean, I'm ambivalent towards feet. I really don't want to stick someone's feet in my mouth just because I know where they've been. Right. But I wouldn't say there's it's anything. I don't know. I, I don't really think there's an answer to that. Like you know, the face, the chest, the legs, the butt. I'm, I'm an ass man. I'm not gonna apologize for that. I love no, a good ass. No. But, you know, it's not like, you know, armpits. No. Like, it's I love kissing the chick's armpit. Or no. Anything, yeah. I love going down on women, which is weird um, because... Some, yeah, I think some guys just hate that, and I, well, I it's, love it. Well, it's, it's uh, not weird ridiculous. that I like it. It's weird that women don't like it. And I always thought that was... The very first couple that Pretty Tied Up swung, swung and I with, the, our first experience, um, I, I went to go down on her, and she's like, no. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, don't do that. 
She's like, it's gross down there. Yeah, like, yeah. That's my problem. It, that's that's that, not that, yours. That's, exactly that's right. this one here sometimes. I, yeah, every now and then I'm like, I haven't showered. Well, well, that, well, that's like, like in the morning, like pretty tight up before I leave for work. Like I can't kiss her on the lips because she's like, my mouth is gross. You know, I've yeah. showered, I've sh- I've showered, I've shaved, I brushed my teeth. My breath is mini fresh, and she's like, well, I have bad breath. I'm like, again. My problem, yeah, yeah, uh, not I, yours. I go, with, I go with. I can't taste anything right now but toothpaste. Get your mouth yeah. over here. Yeah. <laughs> just on your so side. I have to give her the peck on the cheek or the forehead. Um, here's a good one. Be uh, identifying as a submissive or, or as a bottom. Have Have you ever uh, had uh, orgasm denial play? Um, and, and if so, do you like it? I, I I haven't. I would like to experience it. I, I think the closest we got was the first time Doll and I played with the sounding rods. Okay. Um, but part of my problem is that because of the medication I take, it's hard for me to just orgasm under normal circumstances. Okay. Um, it, it's funny. That's something that um, I would like to work into this the, my scenes as well. Um, I actually got a... Um, it was a gift from a certain someone's sister who was selling... Naughty products. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we know who all that. Yeah, we don't know who that is. It was oh, it, no. I know who it is. It was uh, it was a masturbation sleeve, and I would really love to do kind of uh, orgasm denial, where it's like you there, you there. Ah, too bad. <laughs> <sighs> Take it from now. All right. Anyway, um, question from the penis gallery. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I I, I have experience with orgasm denial. <laughs> I was married to Karen for eighteen years. <laughs> I do have a question, if it's yeah. okay. Yeah, go. Uh, when engaging in your dynamic, is it aggressive, powerful, passive, loving, or a mix of just about everything? Which dynamic? Oh! Then my first question is, which three dynamics do you associate with the most? Yeah. that That's really hard to say. I would say pretty tied up, and I... And this is something that people find really weird for a married couple in the lifestyle, is we're, we're pure vanilla. Um, we are, as I like to say, two bottoms just making it work. <laughs> we we tried a DS dynamic and we discovered that neither of us are dominant. That so. answers a role reversal question for. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, Which ones do you? I would love to see a a four way scene where actually pretty tied up and Envy try to top me and Mr. NVT. Because it would probably be the funniest thing. No, would, nobody we, wants to see we that. Would break, nobody wants to we see that. We would break the internet that. with how awkward <laughs> that would look. I would be so bad at it. I mean, I've tried, and I'm so bad at it. Um, Pretty Tied Up is the subbiest sub in date night, and, and I will fight people for that title. Um, <laughs> that's what you, you should see them, actually, when they when they fight. When when, yeah. when Pretty Tied Up and, and Wall Street fight for subbiest sub, they do it like this. Well, it's it's fine. Like like that's Legion said. He's like you know, <laughs> Legion says like you know, Jinx. She's the subbiest sub in Wall Street. Uh, subby, subby, no, sub she's, in, she's the subbiest sub in Wall Street. Yes, she is. Um, <laughs> she's like she's the subbiest sub in date night. I'm like, no, I'm married to the subbiest sub in date night. It's yeah. Um, but as far as our dynamic, it's it's really 100% pure vanilla. Um, there's no BDSM aspect to it. Um, as far as my dynamic with my other two partners, with Doll and, and Naughty Desire, so um, what was the question again? The, original, like, the, the first question has to be, which would you consider to be the, your three most associated dynamics? So how are you defining dynamic? I'm sure what, what is it that you love to do? Oh, okay. Um, I would say I love uh, DS play, not 24-7, and the fact that I love being a submissive in the scene, but I would not be a submissive full-time. Um, I'm what I would call polysubmissiveness, and uh, it's a little unique. I won't say it's unique, but it's not something 
that I think maybe is we have a term for you that is commonly used, but I don't I don't have a dom. I have a couple doms. Like I I am I, I am that dom's property during the scene and when the scene ends I am my own person again. It's not something where I walk around twenty four seven. I could never get a collar because I'd have to have like two or three. Um, <laughs> I have three different sets of toys at home for three different individuals. Like so it's, in that particular set, in the DS dynamic, do you enjoy yeah. aggressive, powerful, passive, loving, or just about a mix of whatever comes? I would say definitely aggressive, powerful, and loving. Um, gotcha. I'm a brat at heart. I, I love it when women are dominant and aggressive. Um, I also uh, love cuddling a lot. <laughs> and it's funny you bring that up because I think it's BDSM that got me to be polyamorous. Um, we, we talk about how in the swinger lifestyle, uh, catching feels is kind of a no, no. Right. Um, I, I never caught feels as a swinger. Um, try not to cry. Um, Aww. I know it's, um, you're welcome. Uh, Thanksgiving was it 2015, 20, it had to have been 2015, um, which is the Thanksgiving party that, that Link has, um. I had never really kind of explored my submissiveness. I was always a dom, dom, dom. Right. And um, that night, um, Doll taught me she did fire cupping and flogging. And it, I called it my coming out party. Right. And that's kind of like when I, I realized I was a submissive. And I think that's kind of when I, I started to fall for her as well. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Dude, but she's an awesome girl. She is. A little small, but that's okay. Look at that. Um, See how small she is when she's here next Wednesday. Oh, God, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but so, um, so I have a question for you. Because yeah. you, you talked about the brat side of things. Where does that come in? Definitely during the scene. A little bit in my vanilla life so, as well. So, I mean, you find yeah. yourself challenging the dom? Oh, my God, it? yes. Yeah, so, okay, dude, so, just, you, well, you've, you've seen the brat side of him in his vanilla everyday life, yeah. too. It's when he shows up on Facebook with kerosene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I get that. But so, so the way I like to define a brat, a brat is just a sub that makes their, that wants their dom to have to work for it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that, all right. That's all it is. Okay. And and when and when I seen, I am, in many ways, like I'm not. I, it's not age play. I don't act like a baby, but I do act like a petulant child. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's one of those words. I'll be I'll be lying on my back, and and you know, doll will be like, okay, flip over. I'll be like, make me. <laughs> it's when we when we were seeing at the corral when we were getting ready to start she asked me to put my hands out so she could tie my wrist so i couldn't move and she was leaning forward and her her breasts were right there and i went to go and she had to pull back because i was trying to grab her nipples <laughs> pull back I'm like i'll be good she's like no you, won't. no you won't so she started tying me up and pretty tied up is over on the couch and I look over at her. I said, "Hey, doll, what's that?" And doll looks. I go, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, yeah. I, I want our scene. I want like them to have to put effort into it. Seriously, okay. yeah." <laughs> so speaking of partners, um, do you have a partner preference? Do you want to? Is it easier to play with a known partner or a stranger? Great question. And this is a great um, lead-in for hopefully one of our future segments. Um, I don't do pickup play um, for a couple reasons. The biggest being that. Um, in order for me to achieve subspace, or in order for me to get really, not even just achieve subspace, to get any value out of it, I have to have a strong emotional bond with my dominant. Um, and that's why the only people I am submissive with are my two partners. Um, so Doll's a switch, and uh, Naughty Desires is a switch. And, and, you know, could someone else top me? Sure. 
Um, I know Jinx has topped me a couple times, and the very first time we, before we topped, we had a negotiation session. It was great. We, we, we met for coffee, and we literally just drank coffee. It was what? the first time that's happened. Yeah, where it was like, <laughs> what? What? I'm like, you want to meet for coffee? And we just, all we did was drink coffee. Um, and I told her that. I said, hey, before we seen, I got to warn you, um, you know, I may not get to subspace, and that's not you. That's me. It's like I have to develop a bond with someone. And uh, I said, if this is something that you want to make a quasi-regular thing, meaning we do it more than, more than just a one and done, it's going to take time. And the more we do it, the more accustomed I'm going to become to it. All right, good. Um, yeah, I already know the answer to this. Have you masturbated at work? Oh, yeah. yeah. I just did it last week, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Company Wi-Fi is awesome. I'm just going to throw that in there. <laughs> Your IT department knows. No, no, because I save the videos to my phone on its hard drive, and I just watch them there. So it's <laughs> 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 Uh, I'm not signing into Brazzers.com for my company Wi-Fi. Oh, no. So do you... I, I think everybody has their own celebrity crushes. Do you have a celebrity scene crush? Someone you would... If you had, to, if you had your choice of celebrity to scene with in BDSM, do you have one of those? I, I don't, and I say that because... And this is going to come real... This is going to sound really stupid. Growing up... Um, we all had to take those classes. We would all be asked when we were kids, and, and I remember I had to write more than one essay on it when I was like nine years old. You know, who's your role model or who's your idol? And I'd always have to say my parents. And people would think that's really weird. And, and to me, it was the only logical answer. Um, if you think a sports model, a, a sports athlete is your idol, or if you think an actress or an actor is your idol, maybe less so. I mean, maybe it's a little more realistic in today's day with the internet and information, but. You know, when I was eight years old, I, I knew Michael Jordan could play hoops, but I didn't know who he was as a person. Right. And I can't look up to someone unless I know who they are as a person. Okay. Um, so to say, you know, who's my celebrity scene partner, I don't know, because I have to know who they are as a person for me to get any satisfaction out of it. I mean, freaking Jesse Jane could walk in buck naked and top me, and I'd be up against Randy and, and for all I know, I'd be like, mm, whatever, nice tits, all right. Are we done? Like, I can't... The physical aspect is just a fraction of it for me. There's got to be that emotional connection. Okay. Um, do you have an impact preference Like when it comes to impact? Yes, play? anything that um, Legion has not touched. That man is a monster. <laughs> uh, and watching him work is fabulous. Um, you know what he said to me the other day? I'm going to out him, and that's okay, because I think it's, 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 it's the sweetest thing another man has ever said to me in my 39 years of life. We're at the corral and we're sitting on the bed and we're getting ready to get started and he looks at me and he says, I just want to platonically, non-sexually beat the shit out of you. And I'm like, wow, that's sweet. Like, I'm not there yet. Like, I don't think I could have a male top me because to me, it's very intimate and sexual. Okay. I can't remove, but I'm like, I appreciate that. He would yeah. be an absolute methodical man going at you. He would dissect you would. and find ways to give you pleasure that you haven't explored yet. I love watching Legion work. So to answer your question, I'm not a fan of paddles. Um, okay. I don't like anything with flat, hard surfaces. Okay. Um, I'm definitely a flogger guy. Whips, you know, it's funny. A doll used a dragon tail on me, and they were hard-nosed in the past. But the one she used, maybe it was just the way she used it, it was... Kind of, it wasn't. It, it, we were between green and yellow, you okay. know. So it was. It was kind of like, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Let's do do that some more. And uh, God knows, I love the spiky things. <sighs> I, I'm very much into sensation play. Uh, a couple of my favorite toys are. There's a um, an old fashioned like rug beater, which is made out of rabbit hair, which is super soft. Okay. There's um, a couple toys that you play with that, you know. Doll has pork shredders. The beefy ones. Yeah, which is like. 
mm-hmm. which are basically like Wolverine claws. Right. Snick. Um, I, I'm not so much into the whack whack as I am a that kind of thing. Okay. Um, what was the last task you were assigned? That I don't really think I have one, and I say that because I'm more of a bottom. I, I want to be a sub. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, because it's hard being a sub, uh, who is seen only, uh, because like you're just assigned stuff in the scene. Like as soon right. as the scene ends, I'm not a submissive anymore. I'm Wall just for Street, the, does, does your brat get in the way of your submissive oh, absolutely. journey? Absolutely. How so? <laughs> it's intentional in the fact that, that when you say get in the way, what do you mean by that? Let me rephrase I mean, that question. it's stopping you from being completely submissive. No. No, not at all. I thought she meant, like, does the brat get in the way of me being do what I'm told? And I'm like, of course it does. That's what brats do. They don't do what they're told. Right, they don't do what they're told. Uh, but... No, I, I, I think it's more of a, we just haven't come to terms to it yet. Like, this is something Doll and I keep talking about, but because Doll has, like, a thousand things going on in her life at once, I have to constantly remind her, hey, hey, we said we were going to talk about this. Um, one thing that she had proposed, which I thought was a really good idea, but we never got around to, um, I, I, when we go out to a club, I would show up like a half an hour early to her house and I would help her get dressed and that would sort of be my way to serve her. So, um, I, I can turn the brat thing on and off like a switch. Um, oh, okay. so it, it, it just, when I do a scene, I have to ask myself, do I want a brat or not? And I can go either way. I, I enjoy it, but you know, if I had the opportunity to kind of be that true submissive, I think I'd try it for a while. I don't think I couldn't do 24 seven. May I'm, I ask you a leading question knowing that I know the answer? Softball. Gotcha. Uh, have you ever experimented with risk awareness, sensual kink? Yes. Uh, that, that's uh, that's pretty much where I live. You know, I know we, when we talked about the differences between SSC and RAC, so safe, sane, consensual, risk awareness, consensual kink, I like to say the difference is SSC is, well, it's safe, it's sane, and consensual. RAC, I would say, is the same, but it's more like um, we're going to beg forgiveness instead of asking permission. Like, we're going to try this. We know that there might be a problem, and you may wind up to going to the ER, but we're okay with that. So I really love to push the envelope, and I think a lot of that has to do with, if you look, this is very categorical of all submissives or many submissives. They, they lead high-stressful, high-power lives, and um, 23-7, um, I have to be on top of things. So when I see that's my opportunity to be like, fuck it, and just do whatever I want to do. I, I, my motto is that if you don't push the envelope, you're never going to know where your limits are. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to go to break real quick. And when we come back, uh, we're going to wrap up Hot Seat Questions with Wall Street. All right, uh, Veritas, go ahead and kick us out. Hey, guys. So that was Wall Street's Hot Seat Questions, uh, part one. Part two will be released on Wednesday. If you like what you saw tonight, make sure you hit that like button. Uh, share us with all of your like-minded friends. You can uh, drop a comment in the section below, you know, if you had something that you wanted to add to it. Make sure you're here on Wednesday when we release episode two for Wall Street's, uh, or part two for Wall Street's Hot Seat Questions. Uh, that'll be fun. The, like we said, everything was just, that interview was so great, um, especially the back half of it. Uh, we, we didn't want to just try and jam it all into one episode. So make sure you tune in for that. And uh, make sure you hit that notification bell so when we do get a... Uh, you know, when we do get delayed in releasing a video, or if we release one early, you know right away and you don't miss anything. Uh, thanks a lot for participating in the chat if you were here for the premiere. And, uh, all right, we'll see you guys Wednesday night.
Can I smell it? 